0: Hello, I am not Sarah the Rebel. I'm Misfits Tamara, and you are here for another lovely episode of Women Wrestling Friends Podcast. I would do the horn, but it feels weird to not have a second, the other person doing it. But in my head and in my heart, I'm doing the horn. Um, so this is a show all, all about women who are friends who watch wrestling, and we talk about wrestling. And today, we are talking about a trio of special events. But before we get to those events, we are I'm going to welcome our guest. Lovely, lovely Nicole Mahias. Hello. So Nicole is going to join me today, and we are going to talk about uh, Mae Young, the first two episodes, Mm -hmm. and then we're going to talk about Hell in a Cell, because that happened, and we're also going to talk about All In, which also happened. But before we get to that, we're going to remind you that we love you guys, and we want to keep doing these shows for you, so if you would be so kind as to um, donate to it and contribute to this digital collection plate in which we ask for a five-star rating on iTunes, or since it's my birthday this week, you can give me $3 on Kofi because that's how we say it. Cause it's a wrestling podcast.com slash misfits <laughs> tomorrow. If you want to just throw me a couple bucks, cause it's my birthday. Cause yay. So anyways, hi, Nicole.
1: <laughs> hi, happy birthday, by the way. <laughs> Thank
0: you very much. I appreciate that. We're, we're, we're in grown ass woman, uh, land. So I appreciate being a grown ass woman and making it another revolution around the sun. Heck yeah. So uh, why don't you tell the folks uh, a little bit about yourself? All right. Uh,
1: Like she said, I'm Nicole Mejiaz. I've done a multitude of work uh, ranging from being in the education field. I did a lot of tutoring with a, a bunch of universities and I worked in the gaming industry, releasing a ton of games. And now I'm working for Crunchyroll as a writer and an editor. So I've kind of been all over the place and kind of like a jack of all trades sort of thing.
0: We like a versatile woman. It's good. And you know, yes. you, you now you're in them, them sweet sweet animes. We like them sweet mm-hmm. sweet animes. What oh, are the what are your three favorite animes right now?
1: Ooh, okay. So right now uh, from this season, I would have to say Hanabado. Hanabado is a bandminton anime. Oh, cool.
0: that's
1: that's really sweet. Uh, it's it's got some twists and turns that I never expected to see. So I really love Hanabado a lot, and uh, I like also like Cells at Work. Mm. Which is uh, kind of like how the title explains it. It's kind of an inner look to how cells work within the human body. They display the cells as kind of like anthropomorphized, mm-hmm. so you can kind of see how they interact with one another and work together to, you know, make the body live. <laughs> okay. It's pretty interesting, um, very and interesting. and it's very educational. Like I didn't expect it to be as educational as it was, so I'm really really impressed with it. And oh, geez, the third one, uh, Angels of Death, Mm -hmm. which is based on an indie Japanese video game of the same title. And it's kind of like, I wouldn't say it's a horror, it's more kind of like a thriller. It has a lot of mysteries thrown in. I still don't even know what's going on at the stage of the game. It still has, I believe, like five episodes left. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. But uh, I'm digging what I've watched so far. And it just really makes me want to play the game. So I would say those three would be my top three of this season.
0: Could recommend. So we will definitely check those out in the future because I like weird stuff about the body. So (laughs) now at the topic of hand wrestling. So how did you first get into wrestling?
1: All right. So wrestling was something that my dad was really into when I was a kid. He used to tune in every Monday night and I would watch along with him, my brother. Uh, But then when we moved from Puerto Rico to the United States, he stopped watching wrestling. I don't really know why. He Mm. just completely dropped it. So that kind of killed my chances to still keep up with it Mm um i didn't really even have a like a tv elsewhere it was just one tv in the living room and that was that was it so i couldn't really keep up with it uh but uh it wasn't until wrestlemania 31 that i got back into wrestling all over again and it it was weird because like i wasn't even like wanting to to watch it but then my friends were like oh my god this wrestlemania is (laughs) it's looking to be really good i'm like really okay i'll i'll give it another try so me and my boyfriend watched it on a whim and we just had so much fun with it we were so delighted with it that we just got back into it like my boyfriend was wasn't really into wrestling much Mm -hmm. either uh it was kind of like a distant thing for him as well so both of us getting back into it was like really fun like we we haven't had that much fun in so long mm-hmm. uh so we got into it we've been following it ever since uh, we started by only watching raw and then when there was the brand split of course you watched raw and smackdown and uh, we found out that we lived really close by to where they taped an xt mm-hmm. so uh like i didn't know about this we were just told and i'm like what really at full sale like full sale was a place that i passed by every day on my way to work. Mm.
0: <laughs> so I have no
1: clue. So uh, we decided to check that out. And we were blessed. By an amazing display of wrestling. It was so beautiful. It was gorgeous. And oh my god. I- I've never gone back. Yeah. <laughs> I've-, I've never gone back to not watching NXT. Like it's a thing that we always do. We always go to all mm-hmm. the tapings. We go to as many house shows. That we can possibly go to. Um. And then from there, we branched out to going to indie shows uh, wherever we could go. Um, Even when we were traveling from out of state, if there was an indie show around the area, we would just go to it just to see what was what was that all about. And then we discovered indie wrestling and we were like, oh, this is good. This is so
0: good. It's interesting because two of the things you said seems to be pretty common. Which is one that you were watching it as a kid and you kind of stopped watching as you got older and then got back into it, and mm-hmm. that you started in the big show, you know WWE, but went backwards and started following indie scenes. So I think that's a really kind of interesting pattern i've been I've been noticing. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um. So you've so because NXT is right there and you've been there and you saw everybody. So like who who's most impressive to you now and who do you think is going to be like kind of the next biggest thing and, and, and on the, on the main roster.
1: Ooh, now, um, from the woman's, uh, side of things, Kyrie Sane, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. really love Kyrie Sane. Um, and <laughs> when Kyrie Sane was going to be in the Mae Jung classic in the first tournament, I just couldn't believe that she was going to be there and I was going to watch her live. Like Kyrie Sane is just so amazing, and I can't wait to see where she goes next. Uh, from the male side of things, um, oh my god, there's so many people! Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, who to choose? Um, I really love Keith Lee, mm. I love him, and I love Ricochet as well. And Belvatine Dream, oh my god, I'm just gonna name a lot of names. Yeah, here. <laughs> it's, it's
0: basically everybody, like almost everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I. I love too many of them. They're just so good.
0: Well, that's a good problem to have. I mean, it's better to have too many people that you can't pick a favorite than everyone being meh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, so we talked, we were talking about your favorite current wrestlers, all, uh, you know, a little bit already. Um. So uh, who else are your current favorites and who are your all time favorites?
1: All right, so uh, current favorites uh, from the woman's side of thing, I already said, Kyrie Sane. Like, mm-hmm. her passion, her drive to her craft mm-hmm. is just so inspiring. Like, you can see it in her eyes. You can see it in whatever that she does, that she truly loves wrestling from the bottom of her heart. Mm-hmm. And that, that's just something that, I don't know, it's like, I, I feel that whenever she wrestles, I feel that love. Mm-hmm. And it's just... It makes me want to cheer her on. She's so precious. Yeah. And uh, from men's side of things, uh, Naito Tetsuya from Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh my God! What to say about this man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I just love everything that he does. The attitude that he just goes on about things, and you know, the level of guts that he has to just do what he does mm-hmm. you know it, you gotta keep it tranquilo you know yeah that's true it, that's true <laughs> it's birds to live
0: by it's you know I, I if i got a t-shirt with tranquilo in it i would be a very very happy person because i also need to remind myself about that on a regular basis
1: <laughs> we all need to keep it tranquilo, yes. Or tranquilo
0: yes true um and then all time
1: all time um shinsuke nakamura
0: <laughs> he's the king of strong style it's very difficult <laughs> to deny him and his kingdom Oh
1: my god! okay so um when i started going to nxt like and i was barely kind of keeping with uh new japan pro wrestling because we didn't have the subscription yet so we were just relying on what people were saying mm-hmm. until we could get the subscription and uh when i got word that nakamura was going to go to NXT i just I, I don't know like my little head just exploded mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean i have i have the merch um like i have the um, the little nakamura bear mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that they released in japan so i i always brought that with me uh-huh. whenever whenever they were doing nxt tapings and uh, like we had the the long towel that we would wave about mm-hmm. and it, it's just <sighs> getting the chance to see shinsuke nakamura live was something that i never ever thought that i would get to do in my lifetime so getting that chance at nxt was just like oh my god i'll never forget it it's it's amazing um from the woman's side of things i definitely have to say charlotte flair Mm. like i i love her uh I'm gonna say I love people a lot because mm-hmm. <laughs> I just have so much love for wrestling. um but Charlotte, um, the level of talent and the level of skill that she has is I can't even wrap my head around it. It's she's just amazing at what she does. And like I remember when the, there was there was this time where she just kept winning the the belt over and over and people are like oh you're so tired with charlotte and i'm like i I actually love this
0: Mm. (laughs) she's the best Um, well i mean she does have uh one of the better even when they kind of make her face she's very consistent with her character and uh you know i I think that's not uh, not many people can keep that consistency on, on whichever side they happen to be on at that time
1: definitely for sure And that that just goes along with, like, everything that she does, she does it so well. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just that that consistency and her level of skill is what makes her my all-time favorite women's wrestler.
0: Excellent. So, we're going to, one last question before we get into the events. Mm -hmm. So, you're an anime uh, uh, aficionado uh, slash expert. You are also (laughs) a wrestling aficionado slash expert. What yes. wrestlers would you put in an anime, and what would the anime anime be about?
1: Okay, so that this is a very interesting question hmm. because uh, there's no need to like dream any of this up because there's already an anime out there that features several wrestlers that are known worldwide. And the name of that show is Tiger Mask W, Mm. which is the sequel of the original Tiger Mask anime that aired in 1969. Uh Well, it has wrestlers from New Japan pro wrestling like Okada, Tanahashi, Makabe, Tamatanga, Bale, Kenny, Naito, etc. Even Ibushi. Oh, wow. And uh, speaking of Ibushi, um, because this uh, Tiger Mask W... Started airing where Ibushi wasn't back in New Japan Pro Wrestling just yet. Mm-hmm. But he made his return to New Japan Pro Wrestling through Tiger Mask W.
0: That's fascinating.
1: Like, he See? went on to make his return through a dark match of all things. And he dressed up as Tiger Mask in the King of Pro Wrestling. Hmm. So that's pretty fascinating. that, that is. He just returned like that.
0: No, that's very cool. Like, uh, I think one thing that I feel like, uh, you know, New Japan has that the WWE doesn't quite have anymore is that sort of synergy of really being able to reach, like, all these facets. Because, yeah, you know, WWE had a cartoon in the 80s and everything like that. But, like, they haven't – they – They're trying to be very grown up, I think, right now, which is kind of Mm -hmm. undercutting some of the fun stuff that like the whole reason why I watched it as a kid was like the fun, like good versus evil, like real life superhero aspects. So now that they're trying to be like, oh, they report about us on ESPN and everything's fine and we can't make Finn Balor an actual demon like that's boring. (laughs) Boring. It is.
1: It really is. And I I feel like they're really losing out on big time on like a whole new level of audience because they're just focusing so hard on stuff like that. Like they're trying to be like so hardcore, so mm-hmm. indie style. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just, you know, you can't go and try and replicate what the indies are doing you just have to try grab it and make it your own mm-hmm. and it's just I feel like they're trying to chase what everybody else is doing so much that they're losing sight on things
0: yeah and they're not even and 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 part of the thing that's not working for them is they're not willing and or able to go the full way that a lot of indie shows are because there are still a lot of indie shows that are in that sort of you know mid you know, early ish 90s vibe where you. You know, The Undertaker and Kane, we still are like, oh, yeah, they're they're totally like supernatural creatures and we're not. Well, that's fine. We're not going to question it. Like, just give me the story and the wrestling. And they're they're like kind of like kind of touching that. But they mostly want to be like, look at us. We're legitimate. And and we're mm-hmm. we're, we're for, it's OK if you're a grown up and you and you like this. And which I just say, if you're a grown up and you like it, like it. Don't be exactly. A, and don't be a dick about it. Also, all you. Uh, good hearted listeners out there. I know you don't know what that's about because you're all very nice and you'll never be addicted to people about their fandoms anyway. <laughs> um, So let us get into, uh, you know, our, our events. So we're going to start with the May Young classic first, uh, mm-hmm. because we talked about this on the last show with Sarah, who was there, but you were also there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, So now that we have the first two episodes out, um, I think the third one's dropping tomorrow uh, or today, mm-hmm. depending on when you listen to this. Um, and so now that you've seen the first two episodes, what how has your sort of impression of things changed and, and did it match up to what you were watching in the arena?
1: Okay, so I was there on the first night of the tapings. I was unable to be there on the second night of the tapings, which mm-hmm. you know broke my heart because uh-huh. I really wanted to be there. Uh, but I was able to see um, the, f- the entire first round, which is, I think, yeah, the first and second episode is everything is first round. Mm -hmm, And then I think the third episode is where the second round stuff starts happening.
0: I think maybe I can't remember. Uh, It's
1: weird the way that they divide things. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, um, I was only told a little bit about the results. I'm going to resist the urge (laughs) to like further read more about the spoilers until everything airs on the network. Cause I just want to like, watch it all over again Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but one thing i will say um when all the women were being introduced to when they were all up on the ramp all together it was such an emotional sight for me and a lot of people the fact that women are being taken so seriously and to have this grand stage to showcase their life's work is something that i'll never forget Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like that I even cried a little bit oh. at that site. Um, I it, I couldn't help but cry, mm-hmm. uh, even even though this wasn't my first time uh, at May Young Classic. I was there last year too, mm-hmm. live. But it's just one of those things that you can't help but to cry every single time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean it, it's 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 a, a very big deal because it's not just they didn't just one off this. You know what I mean? In the past, they could have just done the one and been like, okay, whatever, we're not going to do another one. But the fact that they're doing the second classic, they have a higher sort of echelon of of some of the, the wrestlers in there. And they were, we're doing this in advance of an all women's pay-per-view. It's a big deal. It's a huge
1: deal. I mean, it, and it's really about time that women got their time to shine. And I'm just I'm just so happy that we're here and getting to see all of that happening. You know, it's mm-hmm. just, it's really awesome to see something like that.
0: So um, Sarah had mentioned that you guys could not hear the commentary. I mean, you could see what they were, you know, that they were talking and things like that, but you couldn't really hear it. Um, mm-hmm. How did that kind of change the, you know, uh, the experience for you and watching it?
1: I always feel like there's two different perspectives when you watch with com- commentary or without commentary. Uh, without commentary, you just get to deeply focus on the wrestling that's happening right before your eyes. But with commentary, the competitor's wrestling is supported by the commentary that the crew provides. So it's almost like a, two different worlds, almost, in my opinion, anyway.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do notice that like I, I went to a couple of raw tapings and it was really kind of interesting having it like, again, you could visually see where where the announcers were in like their body language and you could imagine what they were saying because, you know, if you watch wrestling, then you kind of know what they're saying. Um, but just not having that there and only really kind of going on the the audience response. It's really interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. I think there was a one point, um, it was at one of the NXT tapings um, where... <laughs> There was uh, Johnny Gar- Gargano and Shampa, mm-hmm. and at one point, Mauro was like, "Somebody stop this madman!" and he <laughs> shouted that. Everybody could hear it. He, that's Amazing. how loud he was. So we just all stopped watching and just laughed at that. Mm- yes, he's. It was just so loud and resounding.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's he's my like. You can tell he's a favorite, and he's so good because they will release, a you know, little video of a cam on him and him just doing like like it's just cut together like uh, bits of him announcing like i don't think they do that with anybody else or have and they've never really done that with anybody else so it's really kind of interesting um so okay so uh sarah and i like talking about gear i like gear who whose gear was your favorite
1: oh uh i got two choices for that one uh i feel like mj perkins gear was super electric i loved the colors i adored the neon pink and the gold combination it's it was very eye-catching and it suited her amazing style and personality to a t
0: and i was gonna say like i i feel like her she has a really strong vibe to her and i would mm -hmm. love because it's kind of it's basically like Beyonce as a wrestler kind of like it's not exactly that but it's kind of that and I and I dig that a lot and I hope that inevitably when she gets to the WWE because I feel like she has enough star power that that's an inevitability that they oh, are yeah. able to like boost that instead of like undercutting it which they sometimes end up doing and not necessarily on purpose I guess or maybe on purpose I don't know I don't know what they do sometimes sometimes they have someone with a perfectly good gimmick that gets ruined somehow for reasons and you just kind of have to shrug and be like all eh. right um so who else you said you had two who was your other person
1: uh lacey lanes yeah that that gear was pretty solid as well uh i mean it looked like something out of mortal kombat Mm -hmm. which i freaking love so i was immediately into that
0: yeah i like she was another standout both in in the fact that she was very good and very skilled and also i just really liked her vibe um yeah. I had made some notes when I was watching it. Um, I, I kind of, if, if Lacey Lane or I guess when Lacey Lane makes it up, if she's there at the same time as Ember Moon, you can really spookify them both and put them in a tag team. Cause I also want a tag team division. Um, and who's the other person I've made a note about someone else's, um, Oh, Ariel Monroe. I really liked her whole vibe as well. Um, it wasn't like, like, her whole, you know, she had the, the whole entrance down and everything. Like, I just, I liked her vibe. She had a good vibe. So it was a lot of standouts, I think. Like, who, um, so who was, the, like, who surprised you the most, I think, coming out? Because, like, I had a couple of people who I wasn't entirely, I was very surprised at both their skill level and also who advanced. So, like, mm-hmm. kind of what's your, who were your biggest surprises of the, uh, of the first two rounds?
1: <sighs> Let's see. Oh, man. There, there's just so much to try and remember. Mm-hmm.
0: um <laughs> i know it's a, it's there, a lot there, of there was
1: there was just so much that i loved um vanessa craven for sure mm-hmm. um i i didn't even know like all of the people who are gonna be there so i was very surprised to see her there because i i remembered uh back when you know we were starting to go to more indie shows we had seen her mm-hmm. in another indie show and i really loved her style I really loved her personality. I really loved how she managed herself around the ring, Mm kind of lure her opponents in with a smile and then just smash
0: them. Yeah, I like that too. I think that she could be a really interesting uh, mirror image of Nia Jax if they ever let Nia Jax just be a face, which she should be, Um, because her voice just sounds like the way it is, man. Just run, just just go with it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, She's (laughs) a very nice girl who will squash you. Just go with that. Um, so it'd be interesting to have Lacey come up, I mean, uh, not Lacey, sorry, uh, Vanessa to come up and, and kind of be that, uh, that flip side of the coin where she, cause like Naya presents a, a lot more fierce, I think. And then having Lacey, <laughs> uh, no, I keep saying Lacey, having Vanessa come in <laughs> and being that sort of like mirror image of appearing very sweet, but really being quite evil. I think that would be a nice, uh, angle for them to work for a while.
1: God, that would rock to see, like, I would love to see that. <laughs>
0: Yes, you know, hey WWE, if you're listening, and I know you are, hit your girl up. I'll write some stuff for you. Um, <laughs> uh, some other things that I thought were really interesting. Um, uh, I liked. I was very surprised by Priscilla Kelly. I think that she had a great match. I liked her whole vibe. It was another like spooky kind of situation happening, which I always like. Um, I was really, really impressed by her. Um, I'm sh- kind of surprised that they didn't have Ariel Monroe advance. I thought that was kind of weird because she's... Yeah, that was
1: a little shocking.
0: Yeah, and, like, she's very over with the crowd. Um, Oh, yeah,
1: everybody loves her. Like, everyone was shouting her name. Yeah, like,
0: (laughs) it was very apparent, like... uh, Like, because, you know, sometimes you can't gauge how loud an audience is, like, on TV or whatever because they do different stuff. But it Mm -hmm. definitely... She was one of... Maybe next to... I'm trying to think who... Maybe next to Satomura. She probably had the Mm -hmm. biggest kind of ovation so far, that I from those two episodes. Um, Mercedes Martinez got a really big pop too. So I think mean, those are oh, probably God. The she so got lot. a
1: huge pop. Yeah. Whenever she's in the building, it's like everyone just loses their mind, mm-hmm. myself included. I love her.
0: <laughs> yeah. She's, oh, uh, also uh, uh, Casey Cannizzaro, who I am, I watch Ninja, uh, Ninja Warrior on a, re- uh, not a regular basis, on but you know. keep up with it now and then it's very interesting and so I was very well aware of her before she appeared I didn't know you know I was like well she's very athletic I don't you know like but you never know how that's gonna translate and I wish they would have put her with a smaller person yeah Um, yeah uh, yeah and I and I find it weird and, and and Sarah did mention this that like kind of all of the mountains you know kind of got toppled which was kind of weird and kind of interesting like I'm not sure why you would have so many i mean at
1: least have one of them go through yeah
0: i i would agree like i don't know i thought that was kind of interesting but she was very good so we'll see what happens when she's uh with someone who's a little bit more her her size uh literally because that uh just just a good foot foot and a half like i mean just there's like if you put like five of her together you would get you would get (laughs) vanessa craven um
1: yeah
0: <laughs> oh also i have to go back to ariel monroe because they made her daughter cry for nothing why even have her kid there it's rude <laughs> very rude um let's see. okay i mean obviously Satamora was Satamora and she was just mm-hmm. the best
1: she's a legend she's yeah. just such a legend yeah
0: 100 percent. and rest in peace to killer killer kelly's chest because oof She lasted a long, she lasted a long while. Like, I was so surprised. Yeah, it was a really good match. And I feel like because of what her her style was, that's why they put her with Satomura, because they Mm -hmm. knew, like, uh, yeah, no, you're going to catch these hands. Like, it's going to be, it's not, it's, (laughs) she's going to real hit you. So we need to get people who are used to really being hit. In her matches. Because I think she's with, uh, I think her next round opponent's gonna be Mercedes Martinez, who is similarly used to like taking hits and stuff like that. That's gonna be a great match. Um, okay. Assuming that is properly what I remember the matchup to be. And I didn't just make that up in my head. Um, no, that's it. That's okay. correct. Good. Haha. One in a row. Um, <laughs> and then see what else is. Oh, how did you feel about them bringing in um, Ashley Rain, AKA Madison Rain, um, and returning Caitlin? Um, like, how do you feel like having these people who are pretty like over and like a, a decently big name in other circles? Like, how do you think that affects the division? How do you think that affects, you know, everybody? like how people see the, 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 the tournament? Well,
1: uh, unfortunately I don't really know much about these two, so I can't offer much input mm-hmm. on that. But having women who have been at the wrestling game for so long to make their appearance on such a huge tournament like the Mae Young Classic is just as important as having other women appear. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's a huge stage. Who wouldn't want to be on it? Mm -hmm. I mean, like uh, last year, uh, Serena Deeb was in the tournament and she got such a huge pop. Like it was loud. Mm -hmm. Everyone was so happy to see her. And uh I don't know. I, I don't know if it really affects the division overall or or the reception. It's just the fact that they're there at that stage. It's still special, no matter what.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I noticed the thing that's happening also is that uh, a lot of ladies have armbar finishers, and they're all kind of similar looking armbar finishers. Uh, is that too many? Do we need more variation? Is it? Does it just seem like it's too many because? We don't have that many women wrestling all in one place. So like you have your 12 people on, on your uh, SmackDown and raw combined. And then this is the most women you have in one place in any, any respect of the WWE. So does it just seem like it's a lot because you just have more women there now, or. I
1: definitely feel like that is the case. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, you, you just have all of them there and they all have those finishes and it's just, it becomes more apparent
0: mm-hmm. rather
1: than having them spread out between Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. So it, it's it's very
0: visible. So we need more finishers. I, I'm sure it'll get, like, once anybody gets, like, more properly entrenched, I'm sure they're going to, like, do some variations and things like that. I'm sure it'll be. I just, I don't know. I, I, don't, I guess it's not a thing that we should be concerned about until they're, like, properly on the roster. But um, yeah. And so with that in mind, being properly on the roster, how many ladies from this do you think are gonna make it onto the Evolution pay-per-view? Uh from the Mae Jung Classic? Yeah. Um besides the finals, like you know, besides
1: like, the finals. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Uh oh man, I just want like a whole bunch of them there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean I do too.
1: Um, geez, okay, let's think names. Um uh, Mercedes for for sure. Um um, Mako, mm-hmm. um Lacey, MJ, Io Shirai, definitely, mm-hmm. um, Tony Storm. Uh Satara, I really liked actually. Mm-hmm. Um oh my gosh. Uh Vanessa for sure. Yeah. I, I definitely want her to get another shot. She deserves it. Yeah, I agree. Um, Ariel, definitely Ariel. She deserves another shot as well. Oh, man. I just want everybody there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I I can't disagree with you. It should be a four-hour broadcast and get everybody in there and give them a match. Um, So with that, we're going to move on to Hell in a Cell, which was hell in a cell. (laughs) It was a cell with hell in it. Um, so the pre, uh, the pre-match, uh, or the pre-show match was, uh, New Day versus Rusev Day for the title, uh, New Day retained, because I'm not, I don't think anybody really expected that to change hands anyways. Um, the match was, I mean, they're both, they're all great wrestlers. You know, they all know how to put on a show. I think the thing that I'm most disappointed by is that they're not really giving Rusev slash Rusev Day, like as big of a push as I would like them to be given,
1: You're right on that. I mean, like, Rusev Day is, like, a thing that a lot of people are very much into. I mean, uh, when I go to, like, indie shows or even NXT house shows, there's always one or two people that go Happy Rusev Day. Oh, We'll see. Despite the fact that Rusev isn't even there, anywhere near there, right? It's just like the the shirts sell like hotcakes. I mean, do they even know how many shirts they've sold? I mean, hello. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. I you know I think that's probably why they gave them this run. But it seems like they might be they're kind of pulling this sort of you know breaking up the tag sort of uh, yeah. the, the team situation, which I don't necessarily agree with because why would you break something up that you kind of never gave a big run to like it just it feels like it's it's like you know eating two bites of your your restaurant food and dumping the rest of it on the floor it just doesn't make sense and it's a waste um uh so uh the hardy versus orton um uh match which orton won i'm gonna be real honest that i fast forwarded through a lot of this not because i don't respect jeff hardy and all his daredevilry i just <laughs> i couldn't do it right now like it was i saw parts of it like it looked really cool and brutal and like big ups to both of them for putting their bodies through that like i saw the part where jeff was like at the towards the end like hanging from the top of the the cell over the table and i was like oh no (laughs) this is gonna be bad and it (laughs) was um but scripted bad not like oh no something had gone wrong bad so that's good um what did what did you feel oh also i didn't want to see that screw to everything i saw that like like i got home late and i saw that on the replay and i was like no thank you i'll see that later uh what did you (laughs) what did you feel about that
1: uh i'm really disappointed that jeff didn't take this one uh since it was his first time being in hell in a cell right yeah um but yeah that swing at the top and that fall onto that table Mm -hmm. i mean that that crunch that the table made. Yeah, <laughs> I could feel that. Yeah. I felt
0: like ah. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh,
1: no, thank you.
0: Yeah, that's that's why I fast forward. But, <laughs> I mean, at least you know. But Jeff is that's his brand, man, and I know what to expect from it, and I'm very impressed with it. I also fear for him a lot because, man, just do all the diamond Dallas Page yoga that you could possibly do because this is can't be good for your whole entire like business okay. any yeah. any part of it. Um, poor. <laughs> yeah, so his poor whole body, and also, I'm. Uh, it is not a secret on this podcast. I've mentioned before that I'm not super into Randy Orton. Um, Stay here,
1: Stay yeah. here. I, he doesn't do much for me.
0: No, he's like he's not like ter- like. I think the thing that annoys me the most is that he doesn't sell consistently, and yeah. and I feel like if you're like this part of your job, dude, like even if you don't like a dude, just like sell the thing, just just do you the have thing. Have yeah. to do it. Everybody
1: has to You have to do it too.
0: Yep. Agreed. Um, We're going to Becky versus Charlotte. Excellent match. Slightly surprised that Becky won.
1: I'm happy about it. Like, I I love my girl Charlotte, but it was Becky's time.
0: Agreed. And I think that, well, I think what I'm more surprised about is that Charlotte lost on a pay-per-view more so than the title switched hands. I thought maybe they were going to have Charlotte win the pay-per-view and then lose the rematch on like, you know, on Tuesday or whatever. Um, but uh, I it was a good match. They, their, their, uh, their gear kind of weirdly matched, which I kind of was <laughs> into. Um, and it seems like they are going to extend this feud at least another month, based on that lack of uh, handshaking at the end.
1: Yeah, I just hope that Becky doesn't immediately lose the belt after finally getting it from Charlotte. Yeah, I, I don't know. It would just really undermine all of her struggle all of her you know persistence to claim what's hers
0: yeah i feel like they hopefully they'll learn that lesson from all the the sasha charlotte matches because i feel some kind of way about them never letting sasha hold that belt for more than like three days like it's not cool (sighs) not cool guys not cool um, Seriously, and I've I've come to start calling them Zig and Tire, so Ziggler and McIntyre, <laughs> uh, so Zig and Tire versus uh, Ambrose and Rollins, also a title match. But like I said before, uh, Becky's the only one who who got to to get a new title off of it. Uh, I've really been enjoying all of their shenanigans with the Shield. Um, I I think this is an enjoyable uh, sort of all their interactions overall. Great. I'm good with watching this for another like two months or until WrestleMania, which is likely how long this is gonna go.
1: I'm not really much into Ziggler. I I've never liked him, mm. um, but I can't deny the amazing work that he has done with Drew McIntyre. Like it's it's pretty damn good. Yeah. And the match as a whole was entertaining to watch. Like I was very much invested in it. Uh, everyone: Ambrose, Rollins, Ziggler, and McIntyre, just get us gave a stellar performance.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think my thing about Ziggler is that no matter where he is in terms of like, like hierarchy on the show, like, you know, like in the whole thing, like whether he's kind of been relegated to like, you know, third tier status, or if he's like number one, he does not change his performance. He, he, he's a hundred percent all the time. He always sells. And he's one of my favorite sellers. Cause he just flops around like a, like a fish and like does all <laughs> these flips and stuff when he does stuff. And it's just, I mean, that's, that's, that's the kind of commitment that I like to see there. Um, I gotta believe it. I gotta believe that, that thing that probably hurt, but not as much as I think it hurt, hurt. Um, (laughs) AJ and Samoa Joe, their whole rivalry has been, they just, they work great together. Mm
1: -hmm. It's,
0: it was a great match. I liked the, the, the weird ambiguous finish. Uh, you know, Joe feels cheated, even though he, he technically won, but maybe, you know, whatever. Like, I like it. It works. It's a good way of extending this another month. They're probably going to extend this through WrestleMania as well. That seems like a long time from now, but it's not that long from now. Um, what do you think?
1: I'm okay with them extending that into WrestleMania. I mean, they have such great chemistry. Mm-hmm. And uh, a little bit more about like what was going on before uh, Hell in a Cell. Like, I love Joe, but this whole I'll be your daddy thing, like was that yeah. really needed? Yeah. Like, can you not? <laughs> Do
0: that. I mean, I thought the uh, the storybook was a, a disconcerting but lovely touch. Uh, but yeah, it's very weird. It feels like a like a version of sort of the the attitude era like stuff. So maybe that's why they're going with that. Um, I don't know. Who knows? Um, we're going through this a little bit fast because I want to make sure we talk about everything at least briefly, and um, and because we just we're we're talking about so much stuff and we're having such a good time. Uh, Ms. Maurice and uh, versus Danielle and Brie. Uh I it maybe looks like that. Uh, Daniel and Brie are not going to win until like WrestleMania because I can see them extending this this freaking long because they're basically I th- what I probably think is going to happen is that uh they're going to get one more uh, two on two and then they're going to go back to singles for a minute and then once WrestleMania comes back they're going to get all four of them back together probably. Um, mm-hmm. that's that's my thought, but I. I like this was a good match. I Maurice uh, coming back after like five months after giving birth was in there doing her thing. Um, she wrestled about as much as I thought she was going to, which is perfectly fine. Uh, it was more than I was expecting because she just gave birth five months ago. Um, but I think the thing that's most interesting is that they are really letting Brie wail on the Miz. Like that's kind <laughs> of surprising.
1: Yeah, I don't like at, at first I'm like, they're really gonna let her keep doing that oh yes they are okay I'm. Um, mm-hmm. i'm good with this actually
0: yeah. <laughs> maybe we're that much closer to being able to do kind of mixed gender matches where the girls and the dudes can can wrestle maybe that's oh my god
1: please yeah yes um,
0: I, I would love that yeah because i mean you know sarah's mentioned this before and we talked about it before. women wrestlers train with men they know how to take Moves for men because there are usually not enough women in the class to only train with women. So they're used to it. Um, also, this is a, I, I feel like this is a much better, better rivalry than uh, Cena's and Nikki's turn with them. I am um, completely agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you know what? If everybody, okay, so we're bringing a lot of women who were Divas era back, right? Which, mm-hmm. you know, yes, they should come back, you know, if, if they want to do more power to them or whatever, but. Can we get them updated entrances, please? Oh,
1: seriously.
0: Terrible music and terrible graphics. You guys have money. How <laughs> dare you? you update their graphics? Maybe give them a remix or something. Do something. God. Um. Uh, I mean, Ra-
1: if Naomi could get, a bomb-ass remix like she did, right? I'm pretty sure everybody else could get just as good as a remix. Yeah. I mean,
0: come on. Yeah, it shouldn't be that difficult. You have a whole team of people whose job it is to make entrance music. Just fix it. Just fix it. It's not that hard. Um, Rhonda and Alexa was... It went longer than... Once they, you know, quote-unquote, injured Rhonda that week, I was like, okay, this is going to be a longer match. It was a good match. Mm-hmm. They worked it great. Um, but the thing... I'm not really invested in Rhonda, but the thing that grabbed my attention mostly was Alicia Fox's outfit. I It's just, it was a beautiful and confusing outfit and I, I appreciated it very much.
1: <laughs> a lot of people online were like, what the heck is she wearing? Yeah, yeah. Ew, no. And I'm like, uh, excuse me, it's hot. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> like, I, I'm very confused by it being sparkly and fringy and sort of like. Uh, like, like, uh, kind of, uh, high, like high panted, but still like a whole suit and maybe see-through. And I don't, I don't know, but I liked it. It's like art. (laughs) You don't know. Sometimes you just like it. Um,
1: beautiful, glittery, sparkly art.
0: Yes. And much better. I mean, at least Rhonda's makeup was better. I was going to say much better than Rhonda's makeup.
1: (laughs) I still want to fix her eye makeup. What's going on? I don't know. I don't know. Just lessening it. I mean. Do something else. Please do something else. Do you want me to go over there and do it for you? Please.
0: Yeah. I, Please, somebody yeah. help. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Uh and then Roman versus Braun, our our main match. Um <laughs> I assumed that it was gonna turn into a circus. It did, <laughs> but in yeah. a lovely way. Um I liked that uh Zing and Tyre and the Shield came out. I liked that they were fighting on top of the cage. I was very concerned for those large meaty men falling on top of the thing with Mick Foley there, I thought that maybe somebody was going to go through like um, Ambrose. Cause that's kind of was his deal, you know, on the indie circuit, he did a lot of kind of gonzo kind of stuff. Um, and so like with him and McIntyre, especially now that wrong, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Ambrose. So now that Ambrose is so beefy now, I'm like, I don't, can that cage handle that much meat of a man of men like falling on it? I hope it's triple reinforced because I have concerns. Um, so yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Uh, and I absolutely hated that Brock showed up. I hated it. I hated that it. The most. Ruined it. it really did. It really did. I mean, uh, somebody I was watching it with called like knew it was going to be like Braun wasn't going to get the title, but he was going to win the match in some capacity, which it was mostly true. Um, But like, I think if they hadn't really, they they handled this whole angle very poorly at the very beginning of this. So you had like six months of this, like Brock doing all this stuff and blah blah blah, and like nobody can beat him. And then like you weren't you weren't really having him feud with Braun for as long as you should have. Like it, the whole thing, I was like, I'm done. I'm done with this whole angle. I do not want Brock here anymore. Done. Are you are you are you similarly done?
1: Yes, I actually got really angry when Brock ran in because. Yeah, like you said, I knew it was gonna be a circus too. Yeah. And it, it was happening. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> but when Brock ran in, it's like, Are you are you for real? Really? Why would you have this happen? Why? And to just have it end with no contest? Like yeah. it it just really felt like a wet fart of a finish. <laughs> to a pretty decent pay-per-view. And that's that's how I honestly felt because it was pretty solid. Yeah. And, you know, the main event, the main event was going. And I'm like, okay, yeah, it's going. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. And then that happened? Yeah. Are you serious? That's how you want to do this?
0: Yeah, I was expecting a double count out or something. Like, I wasn't expecting that. And really, like, McFoley was there so he could get pepper sprayed uh, in the face. So... <laughs> Hey, hey, Mick. Mick. So uh, we are running short on time, but I would definitely would be remiss if I did not bring up all in. So for those of you who are not familiar, all in is this kind of massive cross uh, promotion uh, show that Cody Rhodes uh, and the Young Bucks primarily put together. Um, It featured a lot of big names from from like all the major places so kenny omega was there kota Ibushi, Rey mysterio tessa blanchard uh madison rain was slash ashley Rain. she was there again and Stephen amele of all people like he's, he's, <laughs> that, was,
1: that was just so weird that he was there i
0: mean i he's done a couple of matches with them like it's like a thing it's very i mean i like he's actually he's pretty good at it but it was uh, it was surprising he did get put through a table that was pretty impressive <laughs> he took that bump like a champ but um... What this feels like is it feels like an interesting, I don't know if it's a shift of power per se, but I feel like it's very intriguing. What are your thoughts of it overall?
1: Uh, Feels like it could be like a yearly show that could, just keep on going for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the amount of work that was put into making this show happen was completely insane. And mm-hmm. it just paid off in spades. Um, from the very first image of All In on social media, it was just pure marketing genius. Like, mm-hmm. everyone was already All In yeah. just from that image. Everyone was like, what is this? What is All In? What are you All In for? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's it just amazing. Just pure genius if i wasn't away for work at the time that the show went on Mm. i think i would have just actually bought tickets traveled over there to go see it live
0: yeah i i would definitely have gone it seemed like it was a good show the crowd was super into it um and i feel like you know it is at this point difficult if not impossible to be on the level of wwe it is a just decades-long juggernaut that it would be very difficult to catch at this point. But I feel like there is an audience of people who want to see all the wrestlers that won't be able to make it on WWE for various reasons that are not talent. And if All In became its own thing and it became a home for them, they would have a built-in audience for it. And it would be kind of a sort of karmic justice to a degree that it was Cody's whole situation. (laughs)
1: yeah beautiful karmic justice
0: Mm, sweet sweet delicious karmic justice on that note because we all enjoy karmic justice we're gonna wrap up tonight's episode i thank you very much nicole for joining me i appreciate it so much
1: well thank you so much for having me i'm really thrilled that i got to chat wrestling on this platform Thank you so much
0: of course you're welcome back anytime if you could tell the listeners uh where they can find you
1: Sure. Uh, You can find me over on Twitter and Instagram under the username Ellie Berries. And you can find me over on Twitch under the username Ellie Berry. Ellie Berries was taken on that.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, shake your fist at the person who took Ellie Berries. And it's E-L-L-Y Berries, just so you guys know. Um, You can, of course, find me at Misfits Tamara on your tweets and your Instagrams and also on your, uh, your Kofi's.com. So you can send me some money for my birthday. Uh uh-uh. Um, <laughs> you can also, uh, hit Sarah's, uh, Kofi uh, up and she is at, at, uh, Sarah, the rebel on all the platforms. And it's Sarah with the H as God intended. So you can also find us on Twitter at women wrestling F. <laughs> um, that is an F. Uh, and you can, you can uh, promote us if you like what you heard, you can tell your friends, you can tell your, your enemies, you can tell everybody, come watch us or actually really listen to us cause we don't do uh video podcasts anymore. Um, and you know, uh, if you want to hit us up on some Instagrams, you can, we won't be able to get your messages cause we don't have a login for that. So we'll, we'll get to that eventually. Um, but thank you for coming. <laughs> thank you for listening. We appreciate you. We love you. Have a good one. We'll catch you next time.